The book was better. Hello. And welcome to the book was better podcast. Yes. I am Kaylee Clark. I'm Taylor Collette. And today we enter the month of love. Happy (laughs) February. It's yeah, it's it's the month of love. It's February. It's like it or not. It's also Groundhog Day. So happy Groundhog Day. It's Groundhog Day Here's February? Hoping. Groundhog Day is February 2nd. How dare you? It is today, the day this episode releases. Is it really? Here's hoping for spring and <laughs> not six more weeks of winter. I'm in 80 degrees. Or whatever Groundhog Day tells you. I guess, yeah, you're in Hawaii. You don't care about Groundhog Day. We have no groundhogs <laughs> here. We have sun. The sun tells I'm surrounded us. Surrounded by ground dogs here in Denver. Groundhog Day is in a book, though, right? Groundhog Day, the movie, I believe, is just a movie. I don't think it's based on a book. Okay. There's lots of Groundhog Day books, but they're all like children books. Yeah, about like the holiday, probably. Oh, interesting. Sorry, just a fun fact here about the movie. Uh, <laughs> fun Groundhog Day fact. You know, because it's Groundhog Day, I guess. Uh, story writer Danny Rubin and Ramis got the inspiration for the plot of Groundhog Day from The Gay Science, a famous work from German philosopher Friedrich Nietzsche. Nietzsche. I don't know how you say that. In what Nietzsche described as the most personal, personal of all his books, he describes a man who lives the same day over and over. So it is loosely based on this random German book, but not like okay. one we could read. If it has so. an English adaptation... We're there. If it's only in German, <laughs> there's not much. I'm not. I could read a Spanish book. I cannot read a German book. <laughs> yeah, I just thought it would be really ironic if like it was exactly Groundhog Day and we weren't doing Groundhog Day. <laughs> no. Groundhog Day is not the holiday that I think most people focus on in February anyway, so... I mean, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. (laughs) Okay. So, yes, uh, to kick off this month of love, we decided to dive into one of the most classic romance authors, Nicholas Sparks. And I don't know how we decided on this one of all of his books that have been made into movies? Um, we decided on this one because neither of us had any experience with it before. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. Going because in I fresh. haven't read, I haven't read many of Nicholas Sparks' books, but I have seen a lot of his movies. But this one I had not seen or read before. And I've never seen and or read anything Nicholas any Sparks, so this will be, this will be and fun. I'm going to be honest, it wasn't much, it wasn't anything to write home about. But um, that was a pun because the book's all about writing letters. Okay. <laughs> yes. Anyways, little spoiler yeah, I don't alert know there if, on our feelings about this one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if this was the best one for me to dive in on because it doesn't make me really want to do any of the other Nicholas Sparks ones. <laughs> something. This is something that like I've had to. 
like I, I told Taylor this before we started where I was like, don't let this be like your impression of what like a romance novel is because it's, it's I didn't great. I didn't not like it, but I didn't like it necessarily either. <laughs> I did um, not like it. I just didn't <laughs> like it. So um, it wasn't bad. I definitely would say that Nicholas Sparks is an amazing author. Don't get me wrong about his writing abilities and his ability to create and flesh out characters like he's amazing at it. He's very good at that. I just didn't like the general story of this one has nothing to do with how he wrote it. It was written very well. It was just I don't like it. Yeah, it's just the, the plot so much. <laughs> the plot is not for me. Not a fan. Book or movie. Not a fan. Didn't really like it. So I'm going to try to put those feelings aside. Because <laughs> like a lot of the qualms that we I have. We said going into it that this episode would just be fun because Taylor hates love in books. No, <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> I just don't want love to be like. The focal point, like I like a little bit more action and adventure going on, but I love a romance subplot. Mm -hmm. I just don't read a lot of like straight romance novels. And yeah, which is why I say again, if you're like Taylor and you go to read this book and you're like, ew, this is why I don't read romance. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> this book is not a good example. <laughs> there are great romance books out there. This is not maybe one of them. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. People love this book. Mm -hmm, apparently. People love this book. And people if you're also one of the people who loves movie. it. Facts. And if you're one of those people, like, this is saying nothing about you. Because, like, I can understand, again, just because of also just what kind of writer Nicholas Sparks is. Like, I can understand why you would love it. People I'm just also super loved... particular. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, I was just saying people also loved My Sister's Keeper, and I thought that was one of the worst books I've ever read, just purely based on storyline. <laughs> so, yeah, so people just have different interests and things that they like. So um, it's fine. <laughs> going into this, just keep in mind that, like, our thoughts and opinions on this are not our thoughts and opinions on the people who do really like this book and or movie. Yeah. OK, more There's power a to you. Disclosure you disclaimer. Do. Each their own, as you could say. Okay. <laughs> okay, so let's... Yes. Are there any announcements? I don't think there are. Nope. There's not. Nope. No. Okay. Cool beans. So we'll dig into our spiel here. So Dear John, written by Nicholas Sparks. The book was published in 2006. The movie was released in 2010. Not surprising... That Nicholas, I feel like all of Nicholas Sparks's books have a pretty quick turnaround on when they get turned into movies. They're basically like done deal, kind of, you know, they're going to do well. So do forgive me on the pronunciation of the director's name because he is Swedish. It's L-A-S-S-E is the first name, which I want to just say like as Loss, thinking in a Swedish way because it's like and then Hallstrom. But it could be Lassie or Lossie or something. I don't know. But he was the director of this film. So, <laughs> And to my credit, I actually did try to find out how to pronounce it and nothing would tell me. 
like his IMDb page wouldn't give me like a pronunciation guide. Google didn't give a pronunciation. Nothing gave me a pronunciation guide. So I did my best, Mr. Hallstrom. Anyway, so that was our director. Screenplay was done by Jamie Linden. Music was done by Deborah Lurie. And I was like, okay, we rarely see the music done by a female composer. So brava to you. And also because music is good in basically any movie we watch. Never have qualms about the music. Nope, not yet. Casting was done. Not yet. <laughs> Has yet to happen in what? 30 something Six. episodes. 36. Um, this is our 36. Seriously? Wow. Okay. Casting was done by four people. We've got Joanna Colbert, Mark Fincannon, Valerie Masalis, and Rich Mento. Have no nothing bad to say about the cast. No, I it's, actually quite like the cast. I really like I quite like Channing the Tatum. cast as well. I like Amanda mm -hmm. Seyfried. So. I love Amanda Seyfried. I love her. Yeah. And anything she does. Yeah. <laughs> it's so and this is so since watching that glorious Harry Potter reunion thing, we've learned, right, that some of the some of the things that I used to attribute to that must have been the screenwriters like the screenplay writers fault since seeing and you know hearing some of the director's comments on that harry potter reunion special i now realize that maybe more of the blame for some of the issues and qualms we're gonna have and our in our grievances will be with our director mr hallstrom it's possible so where does the true blame lie? Who knows? <laughs> but anyway, a, a quick little synopsis. Good old John is uh, on two week. He's got two weeks leave from the army. And his dad lives in North Carolina, so he's in North Carolina. And hey, guess what? So is Amanda Seyfried's character, whose name literally just left uh. my brain. Samantha? Savannah, no. sorry. There Savannah, it I, I knew back. it was a suck. Savannah, yep. I was like, Savannah, it came back to me. And so is Savannah. And they fall in love during these two weeks. Okay. And then he has to go back to the army, blah, blah, blah. But they like write letters and because they fell in love in two weeks, which I mean, it's not impossible, but I mean, it's a book. It's fiction. And <laughs> it just seems very fast. Okay for the kind of relationship they then have through the rest of the story. Anyway, then 9-11 happens. And 9-11 is like, as we all know, in real life, it was intense. It was bad. But in the book, 9-11 draws the conclusion to John that he needs to re-enlist in the army, which Savannah doesn't like. And he she doesn't want him to, but he does it anyway. And they keep writing letters. That's about where the synopsis for both the book and the movie can stay the same because at that point it changes a little bit i mean yeah savannah eventually writes him a dear john letter which is basically you know like the i've fallen in love with someone else while you're gone sorry but for varying reasons and and it's just different across mm -hmm. the book and the movie and mm -hmm. and they end differently as well so that that's where i'm gonna end the synopsis <laughs> because they're not the same <laughs> And and from there, we'll get into our grievances here. And I go first. This whole writing things down has really helped because now we just know. Should, why have we not been doing this from the beginning? One of those things that makes you feel real dumb. 
my headphones can't stay in my ears. It's fine. Okay. So my number three, my third grievance is after he reenlists and he gets the Dear John letter, there are different things across the book and the movie that make it for John to return home that first time. In the movie, he gets shot. <laughs> like, very dramatic. He gets shot twice, <laughs> like, in the shoulder. And he still wants to re-enlist even after getting shot twice. But they're all like, nah, man, you need to take some time to heal. So why don't you go home? That's what happens in the movie. In the book, he's granted leave because his dad has a stroke or something and like is very sick, basically. And so he's granted leave so that he can go home and take care of his dad. And then his dad dies. It's sad. And it's completely <laughs> it's different. <sad. laughs> it's completely different reasoning for him to come home the first time. Being... Yeah coming home to care for a sick parent and then mourn the loss of that parent versus getting shot, being forced to go home because he like didn't want to go home. Like with his dad being sick in the book, he like wants to go home. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't want to see Savannah, but he wants to go home for his dad. Whereas in the movie, it's more of like a, nah, I'm just going to stay deployed now for the rest of forever. <laughs> like, yeah. It's very different. Um, and while that could be considered a, a, a minor issue, like a minor change, and it's probably a non-issue for a lot of people, I just thought it downplayed the tumultuous relationship between John and his father that mm -hmm. the book kind of has a pretty heavy focus on, mm -hmm. um, which they try and touch on in the movie, but I don't think they do as good of a job at portraying the nuances of that relationship and the difficulties and challenges there between him and his dad. So that's yeah, why I that think, change didn't sit right with me. I think, like you said, it, it changed the tone. It changed the motivations. And while those can mm -hmm. seem like subtle things, those subtleties generally are what build up to the main like climax scenes. And yep. when you change those subtleties leading up, it can like totally change the trajectory of the movie, which we will get mm -hmm. into. <laughs> yes, we will. Um, but yeah, so that's all I'll say on my number three. We can move on to yours. Yeah. Uh, so my number three is also it's not one that I'm like mad about. I would say I wouldn't even call it a grievance. It's just one of the biggest differences that I noticed is just that the movie actually like shows quite a few letters Whereas the book, you really only like have like what two letters, and they're like ones that Savannah writes to John, and I think that that's like yeah, like he. It's clear in the writing that like ongoing letters have been happening yeah, are being. But you don't sent. get that like you don't get that look into like yeah. the letters and yeah, yeah. I guess <laughs> how you describe that. <laughs> yeah. So I thought it was interesting because, I mean, the name of it is Dear John. I mean, it's like the whole thing is they are writing back and forth and stuff. So the fact that the book kind of just focuses more on the actual action and really only mentions the letters and like shows you like two whole letters, the whole book. 
compared to the movie where it's like, here's a letter back and forth and letters back and forth. And let's tell you what they're saying. And let's go back and forth with this. It's very different. And again, Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm mad about it because, like, I think it gives more depth to their relationship during those back and forth times, like when they weren't necessarily together. When they're apart. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's just it is very different. Um, And it took up, obviously, a lot more screen time. So. But that was their way of building the relationship. in the Yeah. Yeah, I'm not mad about it. Mm -mm. And it's especially hard when like you're not necessarily it's, you know, in movies, it could be hard to show what's going on in characters heads compared to in writing. Mm -hmm. So I time lapses and yeah. Yeah. So I understand why they did it. And so it's not really a full grievance for my third one, unlike my next two. But (laughs) it was just one of the big differences that I noticed and I thought was worth mentioning, because if you have just watched the movie and then go to read the book, you might be like, wait, where's all the letters (laughs) or vice versa? If you've only read the book and then you see the movie and you're like, whoa, what? So. Yes, that's my number three. Pretty short and sweet, but a big one works. All right, so getting into my number two, the way I wrote this down is sympathy marriage. Mm. And I'm real bothered by this one Um, because the movie implies that Savannah only marries Tim because she knew he was sick and knew that he needed help with this son of his. And that she doesn't, you know, that like maybe she likes him, but like doesn't really love him and all this, Mm -hmm. just this whole thing. Whereas in the book, she doesn't, they find out that he has cancer. Like he gets diagnosed with cancer after they get married. Yeah. Yeah. She falls in love with him. Hmm? He's not like older than her by like a ton. Like she's, he's around her age. They fall in love and then get married and she's not engaged when she sends john the the letter she's 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 already married married. (laughs) like she's already married it is the dear john of dear john (laughs) Mm -hmm. and so i really 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 did not like that the movie added all this all of these basically um what's the word i'm looking for conditions Mm. around their marriage that it's like, well, she married him because he was sick and dying and he has this special need son that needs help and taken care of and blah, blah, blah. It's just, no, it's sad. The reality of it is she fell in love again with someone new. They get married and then he gets diagnosed with like terminal cancer, basically. Yeah. It's sad. It would be extremely difficult for her to go through. And the movie downplays that a lot. I will say the movie wants you to vote for John the entire well, time. And, and I and I get and, and, and yeah, and I'll get to that a little bit more with my number one as well. But it's just that's not what the story is. No, Th- that's that's but, not what it is. The and, movie and this is why that. I'm mad about it, because. And I've talked about this before where it's like, I'm okay with a non-typical happy ending or like a not a happy ending when it's done well. 
And like 500 Days of Summer is like my go to for that, where it's a love story, but they don't end up together in the end. Or La La Land is another one. Or La La Land. I like both of those. Yeah. And they're done in a way where I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not like super mad in the end. And I think that the director and the screenplay writer were probably worried about upsetting people, viewers too much by following the original book storyline and made all these changes so that you could continue just shipping Savannah and John the whole time when that's not the reality of the story. And that's not the reality of reality, you know, like <laughs> We see like Dear John is a concept that exists because it happens so frequently. Like yeah. some people can do the long distance thing for a while and some people it just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Like when you think of like LDS, like, you know, like Mormon missions, like Dear John letters are like a super common thing because missionaries girlfriends send them Dear John letters all the time about how they're not waiting for them anymore because they met some other guy and now they're engaged or they're married already or blah 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 like it's yeah and it exists in the army and it exists in any form of military right like it's a reality that it happens and I think there's beauty I don't know if that's the word I want to use but you know, in in the sense that life does go on and you can fall in love again and that it would not be the end of the world to John. It would seem like the end of the world in the moment, but he would also eventually move on and he would find love with someone else. Yeah. The book doesn't show that. It doesn't go far enough to show that. No, but that's not the point of the story. No. But like, that's the reality of what a Dear John situation is. Mm-hmm. And the movie just squanders that. And I just don't like it. This whole sympathy marriage thing that they outlined. It's atrocious. I just don't like it. So that's my number two. <laughs> well, you kind of already mentioned what my number two is. And that's the whole thing with Alan. His in the movie, Tim's autistic son. In the book, Tim's autistic brother very different very Very, different very different (laughs) dynamic completely different situations because again (laughs) tim is not old enough to have a son that old well in the movie it is it's like a teenage son he's like 14 or something yeah he's meaning he's like at least 15 years older than i don't know he's way he's way too old but he's but he's significantly older don't say way too old people have very happy relationships with that kind of age difference i know but but the way way that that they show it in the movie the way that the movie did it though (laughs) it just feels kind of grody yeah and they did it on purpose i think they don't want you to they don't want you to like that relationship no they don't want you to like tim whereas in the book you're like, oh, yeah, this super sweet guy caring for his brother, like same age as Savannah, like same point in life. But like dealing with mm-hmm. this, she's like, wow, he's so caring. And, you know, then they fall in love and get married. And it's like you said, it's not some sympathy thing. Like she genuinely cares about him. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that, th- again, that was just a weird change what a change a brother to, to a son like yeah. <laughs> Ooh. I, it 
Well, and it changes the dynamic of the relationship that Savannah would have with Alan, too. Yes. Because instead of like, hey, this is my brother's girlfriend or my brother's wife, like, I love her. It's like, oh, this is my dad's new wife. Like, this isn't my mom. Yeah, that's weird. It's different. <laughs> and it, it changes it from an obligation on Tim's part to like maybe still an obligation, but more like kindness of his heart. Like, because mm-hmm. when it's your son, yeah, you're going to you have to take ab- care yeah. of him. Like, what are you going to do? Abandon your child? But like, when it's your brother. I mean, some people do, but I don't want to go not. into that. <laughs> We're not going into that right now. It's not the point of this podcast. Um, okay. <laughs> When it's your brother, I feel like it's more it showed a really good character and that he wasn't just doing it because he felt obligated. He was doing it because he was a nice and caring person because and because he cares and loves his brother. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like it made you like Tim more rather than it just being like this weird thing that Tim had where he had this son that made the whole situation just weird. So, yeah, so that's my number two. Um, when it comes to honorable mentions, I don't have many. Mm-hmm. We kind of already mentioned one where we, I did like the cast. I do like yeah. who they picked mm-hmm. to play, especially like the leads. I think they were, they were good choices there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think it's interesting. In the book, it made it very clear that like, other than running into savannah because it's a small town like john pretty purposefully stays out of the way yeah and like doesn't want to be there no he doesn't want to mess with that like stays out of her and her husband's like you know new life as much as he can and the movie i don't know it's just weird we'll get into it more in our number ones but i know i had one other honorable mention I wanted to talk about, but I'm trying to find it. Most of my honorable mentions are mentioned in our major yeah, points. Yeah, so. like, no, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. Oh, what was it? It wasn't a huge thing. I mean, obviously, like, their looks are different, but I really didn't care that much with this one. I didn't feel like it was mm, Yeah, Savannah is described as having brown hair in the book, and then Amanda Seyfried's clearly blonde, but... I didn't think it, like, ruined it in any way. In this kind of story, I don't think that makes a big deal. Yeah. In oh, other I know. I know what I was going to say. I think it's more important. Yeah. Um, the internet thing. I feel like they like in the book, they like he has access to the internet when he's in the army and stuff. Like it's not like he's totally cut off from the world. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the movie they made it seem like when he's over there he has like no access to anything except like just these letters ranted (laughs) yeah which i just thought was an interesting choice because also just people in the military like that's not how it is so i thought that was interesting (laughs) well i'm keeping in mind that even though this was written in 2006 the storyline happens around 9 11 mm-hmm. which is you know 2001 so times were a little different yeah you know when it comes to internet and phones and whatnot yeah uh, the only other honorable mention i have is that their uh romantic scene is supposed to take place at, at like what her college 
I don't know her apartment. Yeah, their dorm. Not, not some barn. barn. <laughs> I was like, okay. Way to really make that moment romantic. Okay. Sticking in a barn. I don't know, maybe that's some. Maybe that's some some women's fantasies to be maybe. taken in a barn, but. <laughs> seems pretty uncomfortable to me so yeah no not not fun but those are the only honorable mentions that are not going to be covered in our number one points which i think our number ones are pretty similar our number ones are they overlap we maybe titled them differently but, but they're, they're essentially the, the same, same things we might as well just talk about them at the same time yeah because my number one i i said it was a forced happy question mark ending yeah, happy to who because it's happy depending like Depending on who you ask. Mine was in in all caps. I just said Tim dies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because here's the thing. If you're a hardcore Savannah John shipper. Then maybe you do see this as a truly happy ending where it's like, yeah. oh, now Savannah can guiltlessly get back with John. Yep. I don't know. I hate it. I don't like it. <laughs> Especially because it's the movie still. I, I don't like it. I'd say. But I for the movie's defense, I don't know even what I want to call it that. But like, clearly the movie wanted you to vote for Savannah and John. So like, obviously, they're going to give you an ending where Savannah and John could potentially get back together and have it be fun. Yeah, because it doesn't explicitly say anything, but it like very clearly alludes to the fact that like they're at least entertaining a friendship again. But if also, not more. Can we take a moment to talk about the fact that if Tim dies and they got married, then Alan is now her son. Her responsibility. Yeah. Like what? That's so much. Well that's the whole point. That was the whole part of the sympathy marriage. The fact that she already knew he was sick and that he had this son that was going to be left alone if he died. It was yeah. all more motivation to, like, manipulate her into marrying. It was I don't like the it's way the terrible. movie did it. I don't. It's terrible. Yeah. So. And yeah. So in the book, Tim does not die in case, you no. know, you were curious. Because in both the book and the movie, John sells his dad's coin collection and then donates that money to pay for Tim's like higher treatment, like cancer care. Mm -hmm. However, in the movie, it was to no avail. So like, cool, what a waste of all of that money. And, you know, that coin collection that was super important to your dad, like way to make it so that it does nothing good. <laughs> like, whereas in the book, it works. And Tim lives. And they continue on their lives. And John just... Makes the army his career, as, uh, you know, as far as you know, that the book's ending and he moves yeah. on with his life as he should. <laughs> and he'll probably, like I said before, he can find love with somebody else and he'll be fine. OK, <laughs> like, yeah, just it's not going to be the end of the world for him. I I went into the movie knowing what it was called. Like even before, because I, I watched the movie before I read the book. I went into it knowing like, OK, this is called Dear John. They're not going to end up together, like prepared for that. Then all that stuff happened. And then the ending where it like alludes that just kidding. Yeah, they do. And I was like, I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> this is not. No. Like, and then I read the book and I was like, OK, the book's better. Like 
the book storyline makes more sense. And I mean, I still don't it like is, it. It's a love story. <laughs> it's a love story with an unconventional happy ending. Like I can get behind it. I did not like the way that the movie did things like at all. Mm hmm. So. Yeah, I didn't love either story. <laughs> I just. They, it, one. Just, it just isn't my cup of tea. I just <laughs> didn't love the whole. I mean, the movie, obviously, I didn't love the whole, like you said, sympathy marriage. It was just weird. And then like the. Why weird. did she do that? John, are you sure you even want to be with her still? <laughs> um. And in the book, honestly, I think it's a little bit questionable either way that he donates money to save yeah. her dying husband. But whatever. Yeah. And in the book, it was just, yeah, it was kind of like you get Dear John. I get that, like, you have to go home because, like, your dad's sick and stuff. But like, yeah, then he, like, saves her husband and he's like, yeah. Let me sell my dad's coin collection to save your husband. Like, it was just kind of weird. Well, especially because it's like we've all had to deal with exes before. Yeah. That, you know, that that maybe they moved on before we did. You know, like we've all had to deal with that. But there are better ways. But and like, like you said, the, the, <laughs> you just kind of put up with it. And they you're They only civil. dated for like, I mean, they only were together <laughs> for like a little bit of time. I mean, they wrote a lot of letters, sure, but, like, that's not the same. No, it's really not. I don't know. I don't want our comments, again, to come across as a judgment of anybody's real-life relationship, but <laughs> it's just a little, it's a little crazy. So. If someone's real-life relationship is like this, though, like, whoa, what? What? I don't know. I mean, we did, I, we went to BYU, no, no, I know no. I'm not talking who about got engaged after two weeks. And I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking you know. about that. I'm talking about the whole John situation. You got dumped. You got, you know, written off. And then you decide to sell your family heirloom collection thing to save this yeah. girl's dying husband. Like, at that point, is it really your business anymore? Like... No, I don't know. Mind your own. <laughs> like, like, move on. What if you need that money later? You know, like, what if, you know, you need it for yourself? Or, I, don't I don't know. know. It's yeah, it was something that his dad, like, cared a lot about. And his dad just Maybe died, like, not that, that long you. ago. <laughs> like, it yeah. was not that long. <clears throat> no, it was not. I don't know. I just. Uh, yeah, I don't want people to think that we are judgmental of people's relationships in real life. I'm just saying. No, but in, fictional relationships, in you bet your bottom sense. that I'm going to judge that. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, someone literally wrote this and I'm like, really? somebody wrote this. No. <laughs> Somebody thought that change, making those changes in the movie was a good idea. So. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah. It's just, like you mentioned, not our cup of tea. Yeah. But romance normally is my cup of tea. Well, one of my cups of tea. I like lots of tea. <laughs> 
romance, I, I, like I will say. I like sci-fi. I'd like adventure. But I do like a good book where romance is the major plot. I do. I will say the only romance books that like have been romance romance just straight up are um, that I've read and enjoyed are like the proper romance ones. And they're set like more classics. like. No, like they're literally it's called like a proper romance is like the name of the series. Have I not read those? I don't think I've read those. Yeah, a proper, a proper romance I was series. thinking, like, Pride and Prejudice is... A proper romance. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's a proper romance. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I was well, like, and that's just, you mean that's like just Jane it. Austen novels? <laughs> this, this series is set in, like, that same time period. It's just written more modern, so it's a little bit easier to read. Pride and Prejudice and stuff. Like Edenbrook? Like, Have you read Edenbrook? Edenbrook's good. Edenbrook is good. So, yeah, there's... And it's a romance novel written today, but about, yeah, like, Victorian period times. So Yeah. So there's, like, a bunch. It's literally called a proper romance series. And they're very good. They're very cute. And those are the only romance okay. books that I've read that I thoroughly enjoyed. Okay. Well, we'll get to it eventually, probably, because it is a Nicholas Sparks book that has turned into a movie mm-hmm. that I do like. Uh-huh. Safe Haven. Oh, uh, I've heard about that one. I have heard good things about you that one. You would like that one, especially because the movie has Josh Duhamel in it. I do love Josh Duhamel. Yes, you do. And it has Julianne Huff. Oh, she's the okay. Dancing with the Stars girl. Interesting. And it's got some real cute kids in it. So Okay. It's it's a good one. Hmm. It's it's good. We'll get to that one eventually. But yeah. Even if you if you don't want to wait, if you want to get some like good Nicholas Sparks into your system, Safe Haven is the way to go. Mm. <laughs> in my personal experience. Okay, um, we were a little late in getting fan faux pas up, so we only have the one, uh, but it's a good one. And so this was sent in on Instagram. It's from Lauren D, and she said. My biggest faux pas is the casting of Amanda Seyfried in this movie. I feel like Savannah is meant to be the girl next door type and meant to be pretty, but brunette and very hometown good girl. I just don't feel like Amanda fit this role. It has bugged me since I first read the book and then saw the ending. Whoops. And then saw the movie trailer. Also the ending. I don't hate that they changed it for the movie, but I think they could have done it the same as the book. Apparently, they had it the same of the book. Then last minute, the film company decided to change it to be happier. And again, Lauren, I'll say happier for who? (laughs) Because depending on how you look at that, I don't know if the ending they changed it to was the happier ending. And I also wonder how much people really care about this one, because... I don't think Dear John is Nicholas Sparks, like most well-known or most popular book or movie. It's not. It's by not any means. the most popular Nicholas Sparks book or movie. No, that would be the Notebook. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Far and beyond, that would be the Notebook. And the Notebook, I do remember watching for the first time when I was like twelve. So. Maybe even younger. I think it might have been 10 or 11 the first time I saw The Notebook. So Wow. Yeah. Young. 
Yeah. I think back about it now, and I was like, I did not understand half of the stuff happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably I not. So confused the first time I watched it. And then rewatching it at like 15, 16, being like, oh, okay, I get it now. Like, mm-hmm. this is why people like this movie. <laughs> but yeah, so that leaves us to just ask the age old question of was the book better? I mean, far and beyond. I guess. A hundred percent. Not I guess. The book was so much better. Eh, I mean, you don't yeah. have to like the book a lot to say it was better than this movie. <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it was. was. It was. <laughs> I just really like Channing Tatum. Yeah, Channing Tatum is very nice to look at, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Facts. But I would it's never rewatch true. or reread these book or movie. Like, this is not no. going to be one I revisit ever, ever. again. <laughs> no. Yeah. I have no desire to. I'm with you mm-hmm. there. We'll see, though. Is he in? A, he's in some others that we might do. Channing? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially when you consider, right, like, and I guess you can argue whether a play is technically considered, like, a book in written format or not. But, like, um, She's the Man, you mm-hmm. know, is, like, a modern-day telling of a Shakespeare play. Well, I mean, look at... Any, and you can argue yeah. that that falls under our, like, podcast niche. I mean, are we or ever going to do a Romeo and Juliet? Because so. there's lots of Romeo and Juliets. There's lots of Romeo and Juliet. The Shakespeare opens up a whole new world of options. But oh. that's, like, a big one with Channing or, Tatum that I do really like is Let's She's talk about, do we count grim fairy tales? Because there's been about a million Cinderella adaptations, and he is in one of them. Which one is it? Cinderella story? He is. Isn't he in a That's Cinderella story? That's not Channing story? Tatum. Who is it? That's, uh, oh man, that was Chad Michael Murray. Oh, uh, which one's he? Isn't he in a Cinderella one, though? I don't think so. I swear. He's in Step Up. Step, step, uh, step up. He's also in <laughs> Magic Mike. Magic Mike. <laughs> he's in The Vow. She's the man. He's in The Go Vow, on. which is another Nicholas Sparks one, I believe. Oh. What am I thinking of? Is when he was I young. I think you were thinking of Chad Michael Murray <laughs> in <laughs> Cinderella Story. <laughs> Maybe. Who is also nice to look at. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah, both have good faces. They have kind of similar looks about yeah, them too, I guess. like the facial I'm expressions going, they make, which especially is why. when they're especially when they were younger. I feel like they looked similar when they were yeah. younger. Not now. He is a very No. They're very different jaw. now. Yes. And cheekbones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, despite our Channing Tatum tangent. Sorry, <laughs> um, that was my bad. So yeah, that was Dear John. Those are our thoughts on Dear John. Uh, next week, join us for a mini-sode where we will be talking about book wrecks. And I'll tell you right now, I am recommending an actually good romance book. So if you need another suggestion for one that's actually good then tune into next week's mini-sode. And then in two weeks' time, it's finally happening. Our Valentine's Day week special is Pride and Prejudice, which I'm so excited about. This is my favorite. (laughs) And we are... And we will be joined. Well, I was going to say, we are doing the Kira Knightley 2005 adaptation in this episode. Yes. We may 
at a later date do another episode on a different adaptation because we know that people are obsessed with the BBC one as well. We get that. I'm obsessed with the BBC one. <laughs> but for the purposes of this Valentine's Day episode, we are going to go We're doing the 2005 with the mm-hmm. 2005. And we are being joined by our book loving friend. She's got a pretty big uh, bookstagram account. Mm-hmm. If you want to go check her out, we will be joined by Alex Criddle on um to talk she's going to be joining us to talk all things pride and prejudice and talk about our thoughts there so we're excited to have another guest host join us yes and if you are interested it's just alex l criddle on instagram if you wanted to go check her out beforehand but um she'll be joining us for our pride and prejudice episode which is exciting and like i said before next week we'll just be book recs for our mini-sode Anything else to add, TT? I realize also that when you say book wrecks, it makes it sound like we're talking about like bad books, like book wrecks. No, book wrecks like recommendations. Nobody, nobody thought that. I'm just clarifying because I had a moment there where I was like book wrecks, book wrecks, book book recommendations. (laughs) Come on. Everybody says book wrecks like I have a new book wreck for you. On Instagram and, and Goodreads and stuff. Yeah, Listen, now you're making writing. me second guess that's my entire life. Writing. It's different <laughs> when you say it out loud. Okay, well, book recommendations as in positive. Anyways, okay. Anyways. <laughs> no, I'm excited. I have an Making interesting. guess everything. Sorry, I have an interesting book recommendation for this also, uh, next week. to explain myself too, because I realized in the past couple of episodes, I've been probably the whole our whole show what am i saying i've been i'll randomly refer to taylor as tt that is because no. <laughs> nieces and nephews and my own children and actually i think it started with our youngest sister yeah it started with rachel like because taylor taylor tt tt she couldn't say tt she would say tt it caught on now my whole family does it all of my and nieces now and our nephews children call, call her Auntie TT. So yep. <laughs> it just sticks. So she's got a name with lots of nicknames. I do you not. Do not. So <laughs> <laughs> it's just was not meant to be for me. <laughs> OK, well, that's everything then. Uh, thanks for yep. tuning in. We need to uh, please remember to. to rate like and subscribe and all that fun stuff that all the you fun stuff or follow i don't know all the different depending on what you listen on they call it something different on yeah. spotify you can follow us on apple Podcasts. i think you can subscribe maybe it's still just follow who knows show but us you, some love if you in like whatever show, way you rate. can we'd appreciate it but otherwise yes. we hope that you have a great week and don't forget to read